Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting fixed. Our worries are next test. Hello, welcome back to the Grolic Saves the yes. World. I am Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy. Woo! And I'm Andrew Orberdahl. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, Hell yeah! Hot today, Coming bud. In like I'm on a water slide. Just imagine that I want like like in our podcasting studio, which doesn't exist. My entrance is like a water slide. Oh, yeah, but I'm you're but you're like the old guy is too heavy for the slide, so you're like shoo, 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 yeah, come in pretty slow. You hear me screaming for a while before I emerge from the mouth. Of yeah, the slide. because you're dragging on the sides that are dry. That's how yeah. high up you're getting <laughs> on. A lot of lost skin on the back of yeah. the thigh as Orbital just shoots into the burns. podcast. I just sort of tumble out. Yeah, <laughs> whole whole clump of kids that have come up behind you that have been stopped. Yeah, you're definitely a clogged artery on that thing. What would your custom entrance to the podcast studio be? The fictional Ooh. podcast studio. Adam, do you want to go first? Sure. The first thing that pops into my head is there's like a fucking country Mack truck. No, I'm not I'm not driving it, but it like shoots by and they throw me out of the moving vehicle <laughs> into the podcast. And I kind of tumble roll right up to my so station. You were like hitching and you overstayed your welcome and the trucker has had enough yeah. of yeah. your libtard Tom Exactly. Exactly. And he has ejected you. <laughs> he thought I was a normal hitcher going to talk MAGA shit, and I, I let my true colors shine. He tossed me out into the podcast. If you don't call your next stand-up album Libtard Tomfoolery, you have missed <laughs> a real <laughs> opportunity all right ben what's your what's your signature i already i've already had this drafted up for a while it's a it's a it's okay so i'm on a motorcycle but the motorcycle i'm not actually riding the motorcycle because it's almost like a cuckoo clock type thing it's on a rail the motorcycle and the part of the door opens up and i come riding out on this motorcycle but it's just on a rail and then there's a fog machine and then there's lights and um and then the the song um final countdown by europe is playing as I wow. enter. I feel like you have had that queued up for a long oh, yeah. time. So <laughs> if any of our listeners are Netflix executives, Ben's ready for a special. <laughs> ben is ready and for a Netflix. And if you like to fund our podcast studio, we're ready. We have the blueprints. There is a large water slide. There is a trucker. Which, but, but, but let's be clear drive-thru. of which a water slide of which Andrew is far too big for. Yes. Yep. So he's holding up the line. And I'm pretty it. small. So it's got to yeah. be kind of a, a <laughs> custom sized water slide. Well, I think this studio is going to have to be massive for the three separate unique entrances that we're going to have we each need our own wall to enter in in the studio but yeah i like that it's i like that it's taking shape in our brain you oh know, yeah envision oh, it that's uh, the best part ear peep. <laughs> it's the best part is that we all have such heavy visual entrances for an audio <laughs> medium but you can hear the authenticity if we were to fake if we were to try water, to do it with yeah. effects forget about it so i have a challenge idea for this all episode right. I've been looking around my house and I just have a lot of stuff. No. Just things that I do. No, Andrew. That is no. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff. And years ago, I did a I did not an experiment, a project where every single day for a month, I got rid of one item in my house. I had to pick 
an item and I had to throw it away, donate it, sell it, whatever. It left my house for 30 days. I got rid of an item. It was a great month. I got rid of tons of stuff. I've never once looked back and regretted any of those things that I got rid on of. On day 30, you broke up with your girlfriend, kicked her right out onto the street. <laughs> I was like, and for the grand finale. <laughs> We're doing things uh, different around here. <laughs> but it was great. And I do still donate stuff all the time. But I was thinking for this challenge, how about we spend a week and every day, let's get rid of an item and let's keep track of the the stuff that we're getting rid of and kind of talk about why we decided to get rid of. And I'm not talking about easy shit like an old nonfiction book that you already read. You know, try to find stuff that you... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was that a dig at me? <laughs> it's a dick at all of us, you know? We keep these nonfiction you, books you, around. Are you giving rid of my nonfiction book, Andrew? <laughs> no! Why? I signed that I signed that to you. <laughs> I've got and it's two definitely... copies of Tragedy yeah. Plus Time signed here. <clears throat> yeah, I um, see that shit on eBay, Andrew. I'm going to be furious. <laughs> if your name's Andrew, do I have the deal for you? <laughs> a signed copy. No, no, I like this challenge. That's I think I think all of us can. Relate yeah, I, to that. I like this a lot. I, I don't know for both of you, but I know for m myself, I'm very much a minimalist in my mindset of like I, I don't like owning a lot of things. I dude, this, you are the biggest minimalist I've ever met. Every apartment I've ever been to across our entire friendship, there's very little. It's very sparse. Yeah. I'll be it's very curious what necessary. Ben even has to get rid of. He has I like just, karate pajamas and three motorcycles. Yeah, and that's, that's not it. gonna happen. I'm not getting rid of my geese. I'm a, get I'm a rid collector. of two of your motorcycles and eight of your geese. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I, 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 I. It's funny. Like growing up, my dad was very much like that. When my parents divorced, we lived in this apartment, and my dad, the first apartment my dad had when they divorced, he was just like. All right, we have two bowls, two knives, two forks, two spoons, two plates, and that and like hand-me-down furniture. My dad did fairly well, but we lived in a very small two-bedroom apartment, and my dad was like, "We don't need all that shit. Isn't this great?" We had nothing on the walls, and I, I it was always kind of refreshing to not have to worry. I love knowing that if I want to get up and leave, and just disappear and go somewhere. Just go out uh, for a pack of cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> you're, living, you're living that fugitive lifestyle. <laughs> when Hell Chris, yeah. Ready when Chris, to go at the drop of a hat. When Crystal met me, I had, I had all my belongings in a big purple duffel bag that said chow in white letters across the side of it. And what a renaissance, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and know I, you ooh. spoke Italian. <laughs> la, la. I and see I, you've traveled <laughs> with this with this exact bindle, in fact. <laughs> to Ross. <laughs> it was like a bag you'd get at Ross. Yeah. And I could fit all of my belongings. My goal, really until, I, until Crystal and I got an apartment together was that I could fit all my belongings and my every bedroom I had when I first moved to Denver just had an air mattress in it with this bag unzipped and opened. They were like separated. I had my CDs on the right side of it. And then I had my stack of clothes and my shoes and that's it. And I like, wow. I like that weighing down that chow bindle was like two just jammed full case logic CD yeah. things. <laughs> like 400 CDs and like two t-shirts. You, you can have my, my soul fly CD when you pry it from my cold dead fingers. Oh my God. And I had a geo storm and I would just, 
I would just like huck that bag Storms into the bag. Storms are coming. <laughs> but I I don't have stuff on my walls because it it's confusing to me. It distracts me. Like if I'm trying to work and there's stuff on the walls, I stare at it or I get lost. Like and I get very confused. Like a cat with a laser pointer. Yes, exactly. That's mm-hmm. why I any, like anything on the wall at all. <laughs> and Ben is just not there anymore. What is but you know, like when we were in the writer's room, they that window or whatever, like it, it's just very distracting to me. I have to be in quiet and in in a completely white space. I mean, it, that's why when I see both your places, you both decorate, you both have stuff. And I, I am jealous of that in a way. Like I, I do, I am like, well, this looks really nice. This is cool. I don't. All right. Well, let's change the challenge to we get rid of stuff and give it to Ben. Yeah. Well, let's get rid of one item a day. I don't want, yeah, I don't want whatever game set Andrew is getting rid of because you're not going to give me your good games, Andrew. You're going to give me your garbage. <laughs> and then Adam's going to give me anti. He's probably going to give me the light fixtures that were originally in his house, which were Gary. I do and have art. art you want art on your walls? I have art. I don't have room for. I don't want art on the walls. It'll distract me. All right. I'm serious. I, That's crazy. So this will be very hard for you because I got way too much shit in my house, also. And like when you have a child, people just give you gifts and baby books and clothes. And I have so much stuff that that's his that we just don't need i i welcome this challenge yeah i think it'll be interesting to see what you both give away and were you both like were your parents collectors i mean did they like collect things my parents i can't even remember my parents buying anything my entire time growing up Are, are you kidding me my dad is the biggest collector in the world my dad's dad was an art dealer and like when i think of my dad he loves to go like I, I like to watch my dad haggle over a, a Persian rug or something like that. Like my dad has his dad's DNA in him. And so you get him buying yeah, something. Science. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> no way. Oh, I don't... Shit, that's the, that's the podcast. I gotta go guys. My, I don't have any of my dad's DNA in me and it's been quite the scandal in our family. <laughs> I guess he has some of his uh, je ne sais quoi in him. Yeah. Because um, my dad like likes to acquire and like haggle over it and talk about it. And we're, we're like when collectors. he travels, he comes back with a lot of stuff. Totally. But like my dad's super into watches and he's got a ton of antique watches and he likes to learn about them and, and befriend people who own watch shops and go talk about them. He's just <laughs> he likes he's, he likes to collect things and get fascinated by those things. And it could, you know, it was baseball cards when he was a kid and now it's watches, but it's always something different. He's got a collection of baseball books in the thousands, you know, just wow, like no sh- kidding. shit like that. He likes to go down that rabbit hole. And I, I think I'm kind of the same. Andrew, you didn't, your parents didn't. Bu- no, my dad did have a reasonable size model airplane co- collection for sure. See, well, you've got model Star Wars shit in your house and Legos. Mm-hmm. So I bet you I'm not I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm starting to think I have some of my dad's DNA. <laughs> you might have some of your I'm dad's, dad's DNA. I'm not a scientist. DNA. <laughs> you, you should have that looked at, Andrew. Because we should you all be... <laughs> get DNA tested this episode. New challenge. Let's see if our dads are us, actually our dads. One of us finds out that our dad is not our dad. <laughs> and in the Whoa, saddest in a episode. stunning twist. <laughs> the Turns saddest episode 
what it's zero, <laughs> zero DNA of my dad, which is a shock. It's time that's to call cool. my mom. <laughs> I think that that's super interesting, like how much you get of that from your parents' behavior, because my mom is quite the opposite of my father. She's not necessarily a collector, but she has plenty of stuff. But Crystal, my wife, is the opposite of me. So we kind of balance each other out because I think if I wasn't such a minimalist, I tend to get very stressed out by new stuff coming in. I'm I'm that dad that's like, well, what, what do we what do we goddamn need that for? Huh? What are we spending money on a, a new toothbrush holder? Are you out of your fucking minds? Are you out of your what'd that cost you? Three fifty? Are you fucking crazy? We could have used a beer can. This I could touch the impression of your dad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah my, and this my, impression is morphing <laughs> geographically across. My dad was one of the founding. My dad was a man of the world, and I've told okay. you guys that he was okay. he he was a man of nowhere and of everywhere all at once. I've well, said started that before. Country I've, and went Bronx. I've yeah, met your dad. Bronx. Oh, I'm sorry. He he's a fucking American. I'm sorry. He's American. All right. All right. Well, we're not trying ben to just, shit on your accent. They just invented the American accent. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that this is going to be super interesting this will be wait, really wait. cool i got i got questions though like okay we got to get rid of it what are the rules do we donate do, it it's however you want to get rid of it you it can go in the trash some things deserve to go in the trash it can be donated what if, to what if i have seven things i want to donate i got to do seven trips to goodwill like an asshole because it's no, different put days. them in a box in Me, your yeah. garage and at the end of the week make one trip to goodwill no 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 actually andrew let's rethink this Let's make Adam do seven separate <laughs> seven trips. trips to <laughs> They'll and be like, if you are going to Goodwill, <laughs> I'll tell you from experience, they have new, very tight windows for the donation center. So go The image like of Adam showing up each day with just one small item at the same Goodwill. Hello, it's me again. <laughs> I'm doing a challenge. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this guy? And you sit there for a second and you talk to that thing because you're kind of attached. Be and I don't, I don't let the Goodwill guys in on it. I just go in my story. I'm like, fucking Ben and Andrew. I doubt they're doing this. They have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, yeah, you can collect it up. I wish I lived in my old neighborhood of Baker in Denver because Baker had a very robust alley culture. You could let you put oh, anything yeah, in the anything alley. Goes. It's like and I, that shit was gone like yeah. that. And, and it's not the same over here. I've moved up in the world a little bit, but the alley you could leave any economy in Baker oh, was are you like kidding? instant fucking Milo tangents. had a little sister that we just left out there because, Re I mean, honestly, there were too many mouths to feed in the house. Mm. And I'm traveling a lot at this time. And I'm a dad now. You know, I'm fucking saying to this kid, <laughs> Again, I'm saying if I could, you know, who are you? You know, who, who who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? And and I come in as a dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what everyone's <laughs> asking about this character Ben's playing. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> no, I, I here is the same way in the neighborhood we live in. I mean, you put something out in an alley and it's gone very quickly. Um, but I don't think anything I'll get rid of. I just always think no one's going to want my garbage. Like, or the things I'm getting rid of. I, I'll pr I'll try to donate most of it, but uh, who's going to want? Like, when you then have donated, you heard this they podcast? They don't they don't look at it and then go mm, pass. You can put <laughs> anything in that donation bin. If they pass on it, they'll get they'll get rid of it, but they won't yeah. give it back to you. <laughs> okay, well this is great. I love this challenge. I think anybody can relate to this challenge. This is it's great. Like, it's going to be hard for Ben, but I'm very curious to see what he gives away. Yeah, and yeah, you can I'm even ready, sell it. Maybe it. it's, but it has to be gone by the end of the week. Just get it out of your house. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. That sounds good. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? We'll listen to some comedy, some fresh comedic jams. Uh, This is Christy Bukley from our live show. And when we return, we'll see what we got rid of. Growing up with a, a single dad is really weird. A lot of people are, are raised by their single moms with their rules and their love. You know, stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's a little different with the single dad. Uh, just like to give you a little idea, what uh, this is what I will get for Christmas from my dad. A card with a check in it that'll hand me in front of everyone. And then later, he'll whisper in my ear, don't cash that, please. <laughs> There's no money. Uh, that's what it's like being raised by a single father. If you want to know what else it's like being raised by a single father, hope you like sleeping on a futon, you know? Hope you like eating spam for every meal, okay? Being raised by a single father is, uh, I hope you like getting a new jacket only when Todd's earned enough Marlboro bucks to turn him in, you know? That's what it's like being raised by a single father. It's like being raised by a roommate who hates you. So that's, you're eating all the food and you're not paying any of the rent. I tried to be a good wingman for my dad because I knew what having a stepmom would mean. It would probably mean, like, uh, lunches, right? (laughs) Okay, what are women good for? Okay, I'm kidding. Uh, I tried to be a good wingman, though, because I wanted him to find somebody. I didn't want to take care of him for the rest of my life. So I I tried to, you know, guys, when you have, like, you try to attract ladies, you take something cute and tiny with you, take, like, your little niece and nephew with you places. Ladies will be like, oh, cute, you know? Take your, like, cute dog to the dog park. You'll attract all sorts of strange... If you take your crippled daughter to the dog park, (laughs) you're welcome, Todd, right? Hey, do you love the Grawlix Saves the World but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're back. And through the magic of podcasting. <laughs> I love that sound. You That's know, like ben, my favorite I, thing. I love that sound too, but like, how many episodes are we in now? It's that sound every time. We could do it's literally kind of losing any sound its magic. Yeah. No way. Changing it's up the sound stupid. effects could be exactly the spritz. Thingy. I think the magic of podcasting is that that sound effect could be anything. It could be, it could be through the magic of podcasting. <laughs> Oh, well, that's crass. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's got a feel. We could aim a little higher, like antique bike horn. No, I'm not opposed to the antique bike horn. There's a familiarity to it that I like. Okay, all right. How about through <laughs> through the magic of podcasting, and then it's just a tirade by Alex Jones. What is my problem? Ugh. Ah! 
boom. Let's make some really cool work for Ron. <laughs> Fine. Let's do a new one every week. But we come back to the chime sometimes because I'm telling you, you're going to notice our fans. We're going to lose some. No, so. now they're good. Now if they're we lose them over that. You know what? Good riddance. I'll just say it. <laughs> they were never really our friends to begin with. Yeah, if they're coming just for that magic chime. I don't think I want them listening to this show. <laughs> so we're back. It has now been a week later uh, since we set the challenge for ourselves to get rid of an item each day in the hopes of uh, reducing clutter from our lives. And uh, first of all, let's just start it off. Were you both able to get rid of an item each day? Oh, baby, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, go through... And uh, list our what we think our top three items are. Okay. And I will say this, too. I wanted to add this at the beginning. My favorite challenge we've done yet. I love this shit. It challenges me because I find myself wanting to, like, hold on to shit. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it. But let's who wants to start? Who that wants is, to again, go with weird Because I've seen the inside of your apartment and it would and seem like there. you have an aversion to anything. I mean, I do have stuff. It's just I I, I did find that with this, I had to go more sentimental because there are certain things I have quantities of. Uh, we tell should. Us about these certain things you have quantities. Yeah, what are so these far? certain things? T-shirts. I collect. I collect t-shirts, so I yeah, have exactly. a lot. Of black band. Band t-shirts. Faded stuff. Rockies t-shirts. How many do you have of these? I don't have any. I only have one Rockies t-shirt. That one you see me wearing a lot is the same one. I did. Okay, I got I'll start t-shirt. because I also got rid of a lot of t-shirts, and I would bet even after I radically reduce my t-shirt collection i bet i have more t-shirts than you've been i have so many goddamn t-shirts so many t-shirts it's insane and i forget that i even have them now we're not talking at all you're not including your linen collection are you your drapey linens You know, I already, donated, I already donated the linens a while ago, Bombay Orvidal. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you get your, t- are they like, what, what are your t-shirts? You have a lot of band shirts. I have a lot you, of band uh, shirts. And then I have like shirts that in the moment I'm like, oh yeah, it's the, it's the logo <laughs> from the Metal Gear video game. This is a cool <laughs> shirt. And I, get it, and I might wear it like once or twice and then I just like forget it exists. And then I'm <laughs> like, oh yeah, I forgot that I bought this basically a novelty T-shirt. I got a good, I got a good recipe for giving T-shirts away because I got tons of T-shirts. Yeah, it's a little neurotic, but hear me out. Okay, you put when you have like your stacks of T-shirts in the drawer, put the new ones that are clean at the bottom, right? So you're constantly like rotating the shirts, and then if one comes up and you're like, I don't want to wear that, and you skip it fucking get rid of it that's dude. actually but that's not erotic that's actually really smart yeah but what if because, it's like a color thing where you're like i'm not gonna wear this orange t-shirt with my well blue i have an orange bronco one that's often passed but i'll wear it on game days so it's like okay, okay that so one if there's understand. a good reason you can skip there's it. a there's exceptions but make sure it's a good reason don't be because i do I like it like i do the it. opposite which is i put the ones that i'm like oh i'm not wearing that anytime soon i slip it to the bottom of the pile and then i just forget about it that's what everybody and, does yeah and so like when I did this challenge, I ended up getting rid of a, a stack of those. I had duplicate shirts from the same band. I don't even know how I got. <laughs> were they different that. sizes? Like maybe you're like, well, I no, they were water the s- at certain times of the month. And I want the, I want they're the same size. I'm willing to bet I'm at a show like we're playing it and I get distracted and I'm like, oh, that's a cool shirt. And I buy it. And then 
45 minutes later, I go by and I have some, and I'm like, hey, that's a cool shirt. I'll buy it. And then I buy the same shirt. They feel bad for capitalizing on your early onset (laughs) dementia, but they're doing it anyway. Yeah. You have all of the side effects of alcoholism with none of the fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Adam. Same shirt twice. (laughs) Adam, what's yours? What's your first one? Well, like none of my stuff is that exciting. I was more focusing on different ways of giving things away. Oh, yeah. Outside the box. That works. That works. Yeah. Um, So like day one, Katie and I had just had so much extra Malcolm stuff. People give you gifts that you don't need. So we boxed up a bunch of Malcolm. I mean, literally 40 items took him to Goodwill. That was day one. What kind of stuff? But not the stuff that I gave him, right? Yeah, that's the funny thing. It's like I was taking pictures, and she's like, "You're not putting this up on Patreon." Like, all the people, all the people that gave us gifts would be like, "Oh, I guess they didn't like it," and they're like touting it on the internet. Sorry, I contributed to the clutter of your home. <laughs> so those will not be photographed or talked about in any specific detail. But like the next day, I I've been kind of combing through my record collection over quarantine anyway, and just removing ones that I don't listen to. And so I had a stack of like twelve, and I went over to Twist and Shout. I made an appointment because that's the world we live in. Yeah, and uh, they went through my vinyl and they bought some, and I bought most of it was scratched. That's why I gave it away. So I only had enough for one album, but I bought uh, Burnin' the Whalers album. Oh wow! Like, I didn't have that, and and I find reggae is really good for little babies. They like respond to like the upstroke, and they like to uh, dance yeah, to the, reggae. Yeah. So yeah. I bought I bought uh, the Burn Burnin' by year. the Whalers. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Trust fund babies. <laughs> Trust fund babies. Trust fund babies. <laughs> <laughs> Trust Fund Babies is a hell of a cartoon. <laughs> Holy shit. Their parents making their dreams come true. Yeah, yeah that's uh <laughs> on this episode of Trust Fund Babies, one of the babies killed a prostitute and they hang out in the Caribbean for two months <laughs> while it cools down. I like that way of doing it. I actually think that's an interesting way is trying different ways. That's a yeah, that's different an take of it. Like you took challenge up a notch. Well, yeah. I was trying to think of things that um that our listeners could do. And another thing I did was like little free libraries. Found a bunch of books, popped them in little free libraries. Oh uh, yeah. And then one other thing that I did was like Your I have seventeenth century erotica. <laughs> did you get rid of it? Uh, Which libraries did you go to? Uh, thoroughly perused paperback Twilight. <laughs> oh yeah, that went out the door. And your uh, um your books on uh, shibari and bondage techniques are yeah. in the little library at outside Saint Mont- Elizabeth's <laughs> Catholic School. <laughs> um, the other thing I did was like I've borrowed shit from people. I had my friend Darren's graphic novel, and I had finished it. And it's just been sitting on my desk for a while, so I like biked it over to Darren's house and gave it back. Ah, like gotcha. That type of shit. So well, just that's thinking of, of ways of different myriads of ways one can get rid of things. Yeah, well, I like I, that. I did the challenge. I went purely sentimental. I tried to get rid of things that I f- uh, felt sentimental about because I I struggle with that because I believe that sentimentality sometimes trails very easily into consumerism and our feelings about objects that we sometimes. Uh, they that were conditioned to believe that uh, the object contains the memory. And so I I tend to hold on to things for a long time, long after. Um, so like my first one, this is silly, but I do this a lot. I, I keep old running shoes. Wow. And weird. like, look, this is how beat up they are. People can't see this, but I'll put it on Patreon. 
This is a groove notched out in the sole of this shoe from climbing ropes at blunt force. It so like a dog just took a bite out of it. That's from sliding back down the rope when you're coming down. It burned Jesus, a hole through the dude. sole. And I was still wearing this. Why would you hold this. on to these? These are... He for loved climbing the rope and he loved sliding down it. And he wanted <laughs> a memento of. And they're also very strangely an early 90s Florida Marlins well, aquamarine and orange color combo. Yeah. So when I got these, I got these for doing a series of commercials for Pearl Azumi. They gave me a ton for doing this. I did. They knew I was into running and they gave me a bunch of running gear and I did this set of web commercials for them. But I have problem getting rid of them because I feel like I put so many miles on them working out and running that I feel sentimental about them and I have trouble getting rid of them. So these are going to be thrown away. And uh, this was hard for me. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I hold so, on to. Well, what, what I notice is that you've not thrown them away yeah, yes, because you just had them in your hand. on to them <laughs> right now as we podcast. <clears throat> yeah, but they've just been sitting there. And I'll put them on and I'll wear them sometimes. And I'm like, this is damaging my back and my hips. I know this is not good for me at all. Wow, Ben, that's crazy. I didn't know you had this side of you. Because like, again, Andrew and I make jokes, but you go through your apartment. It seems pretty sparse. We didn't know that in the closet were like 40 disgusting running shoes. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, All right, Andrew. (laughs) Sneakerhead, you know, like all the sneakerheads have like pristine shoes they never wear, just filling up their closet. And Ben has just this graveyard I'm not joking sneakers. like 10 or 12 pairs of shoes that are destroyed that I can't part with I have wow. trouble getting rid of shoes that are oh, okay. that I've worn in I I, I kind of that I, my shoes have to be pretty destroyed for me to get rid of them because I'm always like well I'll save these for like if it's a muddy day I'll use these as like I can always justify a scenario where I'll need the item no matter what it is so my shoes there have are, to be messed up or I have to and there the are shoes. there are a lot of muddy days out at your house I mean we <laughs> yeah. know that it's only <laughs> muddy days now <laughs> yep emotionally but uh, <laughs> Man, that's, the, that's the saddest. That's the saddest uh, COVID cancellation for me is Lakewood's annual Muddy Days festival. Like, I'm really, really am bummed that I'm not going to get to go that. <laughs> All right, Andrew, I had a was... similar thing with again with uh, yeah. You attach the sentimentality, and sometimes there's not even. It's like nothing. Like I'm like, wait, there's no like memory here. Like I found this wallet, an old wallet of mine, and it was huge for some reason. It, I bought this wallet. I have a picture. Buckle up, Patreon users. <laughs> If you want to see the world's biggest wallet, uh, <laughs> a real a real Costanza wallet. No joke. It's like no. yeah, it's like it was huge. It was this ridiculous size wallet. I have no. For those of you that are listening that don't know, he's describing it the size of uh, like I don't know what, what like would a you waffle iron or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> That's your well. Big. You do measure everything in waffle irons. You're like, how many that waffle should irons? Should be the imperial <laughs> unit of measurement. It's agreed. It, it, agreed. It clear things up for everyone. Uh, how many waffle iron square is Belgium? This? Belgium would dominate the world economy. <laughs> Belgium finally shoots to the forefront. I of live the in a one thousand waffle iron square house. Um, <laughs> but um, this this. Well, it was so big and I gave it up long ago because it sucked. It was huge. It was like it probably gave me like German Shepherd hips, this goddamn wallet (laughs) I've been sitting on for so long, just like an artificial butt cheek. It was so big. (laughs) So I gave it up years ago. But then I came across it in my shit. Like, why did I save this? Well, I hated it while I had it. And and there was and it had old things in it. It had old receipts. It had old pictures from even before I was married. And. 
Stuff. And I think I just, when I swapped out wallets, I must have been like, I'll save this because it has like memories in it or whatever. This has got five punches on a 10 yeah, no, free <laughs> copy Seriously, card. it had all kinds yeah. of shit like that. Andrew texted us about this and it's the funniest goddamn thing. Please. No, it's not funny. Us. It's like chilling and sad. It, well, yeah. So and that is comedy. I came across these business cards for comedians. They're the homemade business cards that we all had when we started out where it's like, you know, you printed them a home. You can feel that perforated edge on them, whatever. And a lot of them, I couldn't remember the comedian. I couldn't remember working with them, and I couldn't even put a face to the name. So to stall in my effort to clean my room, I started looking up their websites on my phone. I'd be like, who is this person? And all of them, except for the ones that I immediately recognized and you know, still know, all the ones I, d- I didn't remember, they're just gone. It's not... There's no website. <laughs> I Googled their name plus comedian. There is nothing. <laughs> they have just faded away. They went into some other uh, career. They just they just disappeared. But at one we, point, we crossed paths and we exchanged our rudimentary little business cards. And then they're just and that was it. It. it was it and was you know what? And okay. All right. <laughs> we in stand up have a name for those people who disappear and leave stand- we call them heroes that's what we call them <laughs> we call no, them <laughs> we're pivoting this is no longer Grolic saves the world this is a chilling quasi true crime podcast <laughs> where we find these comedians. sad sad comedians it's called features ghost town and we track them down and tell their horrible tale this one's a sad one word is that the Grolics boys are out in a garden in Raleigh North Carolina digging up <laughs> remains <laughs> We found him. Yeah, it just it felt like they'd just been vanished. It was uh they did. It was sobering. It's- but the other problem with that wallet, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm always like, I'm one of those people that loves to obsess over the proper way to dispose of something. Like, is this recyclable? Is this not? It should this even go in the trash? No, you know, like I I'm Oh yeah, I do that for sure. Hypercritical of how I dispose of things. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this leather object. If I put it in the trash, it'll last so long, because you know, it's Leather's chemically treated and it's made to not degrade. And you can't recycle leather that I know of. And I was like, well, I could save it if I need to patch something with a leather patch. I'll have this giant waffle iron sized square of leather that I could put it. And I was like, no, no, no. It's going in the fucking trash immediately. Go march your ass in there and put it in the fucking trash. And uh, that's, that's. I right. love that you have that's to right. fight off this depression era voice in your head all the time. That's like. Well, what's funny is I was like, at first, my first instinct was to be like, Andrew, come on. That's too much. And like in quarantine times, I was like, maybe. Let's, hear him out. Like, let's see how far down Cormac McCarthy's the road we go here. What about you, Adam? What's your second one? I mean, I, I kind of gave them all. Like, that's the, those are the things I gave away. It was just, like, books and things I'd borrowed. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, you know what? This is just a funny one. It's just shit that... I feel like people have stuff that just gathers at their house, and you mean to get to it, but you never get to it. So, like, Katie is a very thoughtful mother, and on Valentine's Day this year, she, like, will have Malcolm, like, paint. She will get in the bathtub and give him paper and paint, and, and he paints a bunch of pages, and then she'll, like, cut it into hearts, and she sent out Valentine's to some of his friends. And like our friends and just like Malcolm made you a Valentine is very nice. 
one of them bounced back for whatever reason, like returned to sender. And it's been sitting on our fucking coffee table downstairs. <laughs> so in a stern, stern moment, I made Katie resend that back. <laughs> and, uh, resend <laughs> you yeah. will be sending this Valentine's out oh, today. Geez. And Katie agreed. She agreed it is overdue. So we sent out a August Valentine to save it for Malcolm's the Christmas newsletter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Forced Valentine. Valentine, wow. Forced belated Valentine left Casa de Caton Hollow. And I played bass in Forced Valentine. Be pretty confused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're... Fortunately, the recipient is a one year old who might just be elated at the heart, regardless of when it comes in the mail. I got but, uh, I got this. Um, so this was a sentimental one. I did one book as well. I gave I did a book. I gave oh, away Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. And this book again, Ben uh, is holding the item he gave away. Just for our listeners know, no, no, ben no I'm is gonna, holding I, the item he got rid of. I, I took the videos for the <laughs> Patreon page this morning, and and I'm probably gonna buy another copy. <laughs> Of this, but uh, this book changed my life. I read it when I was like 17 or 18, and that was the book that, like, this book made me like see the world different, you know, when you read a when, yeah, at a well, certain ben, form. As a sentient ape to hear your story <laughs> put so eloquently down. <laughs> on the page. I had that book I on my bookshelf for so long. That was for you. <laughs> and didn't read it because I read the back and I was like, I'm not reading this bullshit. And then I finally read it and I, I did enjoy it. It would, I think I read it at that point where I needed, like where it just clicked with me. And I, and that was, that, that was a book that really changed my view of humanity and how we interact with each other. It was just, I think he wrote that book brilliantly and I've, I've always had a copy of it, but I kind of wanted to give it away because I want to put it in one of those little libraries or give it away to a, a goodwill and maybe some young person will find it and read it and it'll have that same effect on them because it was definitely a book where I started realizing we have to be more considerate of how we do things because this is untenable the way we're doing it. I love that. It's like pay, pay your enlightenment forward. Yeah, or the beginning of it. At least open yeah, the door, yeah. maybe for something. I mean, and, and uh, I know. Drop uh, it outside a MAGA rally and just see what happens. <laughs> this is a book about a monkey. I didn't come from no monkey. Bring me that torch, and I'm burning this. <laughs> Andrew, that's that's spot on. Yeah, I mean, Uh, I hear him every day. So, all right. Well, well, what's your number three? Do you have a third? I got rid of. I got rid of some big stuff too. I got rid of a Lego set, as some of our listeners will know. I do have a Lego collection. When I moved from LA uh, back to Denver a couple years ago, I gave away like half of my Lego collection, which was pretty insane. But I still had a sizable collection, and one of the things I had was this Lego movie theater. It's the Palace Cinema. It's one of those big, big sets. And I had been saving it because that's my problem is I'll save things that I really like. It's like a t-shirt that I really like. I won't wear it because I don't want to wear it out. Oh, I better save that. And so this was a Lego set that I had not opened and had not built because I was like, oh man, this is so cool. I'm saving this. And so it's been sitting (laughs) in- It's like how I treat our friendship, Andrew. Like I don't want to go do every invite because (laughs) it would just wear this friendship out. So I'm saving it. So none of them. And then the first one will be like a- He's like keeping a, a your party. your friendship in a box. Yeah, um, it's a collectible condition. Okay, cool. And then yeah. maybe he'll sell it on eBay someday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> mint condition Andrew friendship. 
gently used. <laughs> Producer Ron just points out that Lego set retails for three hundred. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big set, and it's discontinued. You can't buy it now. But so it's been languishing in my closets over, uh, over and over. I'd move, you know, move houses, whatever, move rooms. It just sits in the closet, sits in the closet, sits in the closet, sits in the closet. And so finally I was like, I don't have the room to build this. I'm not going to be building it anytime soon. So I decided I, I donated it to the Dolls and Miniatures Museum, which is about to open nice. up again in August. Because I was like, oh, where that's would be great. a cool home for And I don't even know if they'll use it. I don't know if they'll like build it and use it or what, but you know, they can do whatever they want with it. That's super awesome. That's really cool. Why didn't you build it with Amelia at some point? I know you do that. Yeah, you we like built, build. We built a good amount of Legos, but for whatever reason, we never built. When, when I used to bring Milo when he was a little, uh, <laughs> when he was little over to your house, you'd have your display Legos, your <laughs> don't touch those Legos. <laughs> Legos. And then you'd have your scrap heap shit Legos that you would give as like a pittance to any child that came over. Remember Milo was like, oh my God, you had like a Millennium Falcon and like you had all kinds of cool Star Wars, like really amazing ones. And Milo would be like, can I play with that? And you'd be like, maybe no. Why don't we do this? And you'd have like... (laughs) You'd have like this a Tupperware bin filled with all the, <laughs> with all the extra leavings, the chaff from all the, the chaff other of the sets, all of the yeah yep. yeah, and you'd be like, why don't you put together something on your own? Why don't with you make this? your own Millennium Falcon out of a bunch of <laughs> yellow and red city pieces? <laughs> yeah, all the little thin, real thin pieces. You know what I'm talking yep. about. But then it's like it is a relief. The things start to like weigh on you. It's like you open up your closet, you see that, and you're like, you know, why do I? I have this thing. If we could blow I, um, the sentimentality cin- horn, Ron, if you've got that queued up. Thank you. I was going to talk about something that I found that I did not get rid of. So as I was cleaning my room, thank you. <laughs> so as I was cleaning my room, I came across this old notebook and and I almost just threw it away out of hand. Seeing yeah, it. it's trash. Yeah. And, but yeah. I happened to open it up and in it, I had all these like diary entries from 2012 when I was going through my divorce. I had apparently been instructed by my therapist or something to write these diary entries. That was for your 60th birthday, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got myself Slam a therapist dunk. for my 60th hey, ben, birthday. <laughs> did you not hear the sentimentality? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You can't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, give the guy a break. Yeah. That's a foul. <laughs> Is that what the sentimentality <laughs> horn means? It means it, it means no dunking for oh, like a minute. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta go. So sit I better in the box. tell this I'm anecdote sorry. quickly before yeah. before yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the enforcers get well, back you're on, on a, the ice. You're on a power play right okay. now because I, I I'm in the box yeah. right. Now. Well, I'll try to get <laughs> yeah, this no. so you get, story out as yeah, quickly as long as, as the story plays. Ben's in the box, and I'll bite my tongue. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's hard for you. <laughs> I know. So I so I had these like journal entries as I was reading them. I was like, I don't even remember writing these like. Whoa. And and they were like it was like very sad and everything. And so after I read most of them, I was like, well, I should throw this away. You know, these are like sad memories. And it's a notebook that I didn't even know existed. So I should throw this away. But I ultimately uh, decided to keep them just as like a time capsule of sorts of like that time Mm -hmm. period to. It's yeah, it's not like the kind of thing that I would go back and like, oh, I'm going to read these sad, this t- t- sad things of like the saddest summer that I ever lived, basically. Uh, yeah. But 
just to like have that perspective and and like read it. Yeah. And like maybe, I said, it was like it's... reading something that another person wrote. Like I did not or may- remember the mind space that I was even into write write those things so or maybe it's in the future if you know you have an, a, another hard breakup or there's some time where you're down just a reminder that you've pulled through before totally. and yeah. that you were able to work so i ultimately it. kept that so there are sometimes there's like things that are worth keeping i would say i um i that's got great that's great because um while we can't make fun of you here if you are a patreon member ben and i will read through that <laughs> journal um <laughs> For Patreon members and sort of just kind of riff off of it, oh, man. Uh, but you got to sign up for Patreon to get that. Um, that that's that way more most terrible than what I said. <laughs> um, no, I, I completely agree with Ben. It's a good thing to have around, and who knows if you want to use that to learn from down the road, or like not to be callous, but like say you have some project you're working on about your life or something, and you want to like access that place to write about it. There you go. Totally. Yeah. And especially since you don't remember that, that's that's the most fascinating part about that. I uh, I got my last one. I got rid of um, this is this one was hard for me because this has been in the back of my closet. And this this is my Again, hasn't gotten rid of anything. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to be able to show them. So when I it can be, this is my very first jujitsu. Oh, it's my wow. And I got it. In, you should have blasted the siren. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, almost 20 years ago, when I started, when I first took Japanese jujitsu, and uh, I've kept that be- for the same reason. I, I I was always like, well, maybe I'll go back and train at that school where I got that sometime, and I, I'm just not going to go back to that. I don't have the time. I'm I'm not. I'm in a different place in my life with just the amount of time I have, and I'm always thinking, well, I can't get rid of it because it feels like I'm it's disrespectful in some manner, but it's not. And, uh, that, that was the hard one for me to get rid of. I, I actually sat staring at it for a while, but I honestly haven't looked at it. I kept saying, maybe I'll have it framed or I'll do something like with the belts that I got from that particular, cause I got pretty high up in that discipline. And then I, and I really value those little pieces of cloth. They give you the belts. I, I keep, um, but uh, then I did, then I remember that it's not you know like I said that this is just um, to me it's a it's an aberration of consumerism to attach uh, memories to objects. I mean I still remember it. I still there's it just is a trigger and for what's inside. You can donate it, me. and a nine year old can play ninja with it. So yeah, exactly. And a nine year old that hopefully is five foot ten and uh at that time almost 200 pounds yeah so this is a big kid we're talking about this is a big I just boy can't believe the condition it's in like based off the one time i did jujitsu and the amount i sweated i can't believe a 20 year old gi isn't just like shredded. upright like well, well this that's is why they make so, them so thick room. that's why they're 12 ply no so this is the difference see when i started doing jujitsu i did not know that there was a difference between Japanese jujitsu and Brazilian jujitsu. And for those who take it, they know it is two different worlds. Like it, it's a totally it, yeah, it, Japan and Brazil. Yeah. yeah. But but I mean the the <laughs> the the actual discipline and what you do. So the sweating and the rolling around and what we call randori, the actual training like you did, the wrestling, you don't do that as much in Japanese. You don't do it. We didn't do it at all. So there wasn't as much sweat coated in that. And I first went to 
to a Japanese jujitsu school, got to brown belt, which is very high up there, but not the same as a brown belt in Brazilian jujitsu. That is a way different level. They're competitive. They're much. So I went to a Brazilian jujitsu school, Hang a on, submission wrestling down. school. Yeah, me too. I'm telling you. <laughs> I went, I walked into the gym. I told them I'm a brown belt and they were like, oh, cool. And then they beat the dog shit out of me for like two hours straight. I thought they were trying to kill me. And they were like, I thought you said you did jujitsu. And I'm like, I do Japanese jujitsu. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. Yeah, we train way harder. Yeah. So then I switched and I gave up. So that that was a a sentimental giveaway. It's been clogging up my. Well, there's not a lot of stuff back there, but it's been taking up space. That is huge. Points to Ben because that's a very sentimental one. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a hard like I. I think you guys come to my house and I have a lot of shit and I have a lot of stuff that I'm very sentimental about, but I don't have any problem getting rid of, of superfluous stuff. I feel like the sentimental stuff rises to the place that it rises to and you keep it for that reason. And then sometimes you take a hard look in the mirror and you're like, I don't need this shit. Like I gave away a drawer, not this time, but just getting rid of stuff of like all these old comedy flyers and things that meant a lot to me at the time. First time I was on a flyer, first time I did it. It's like, who needs that shit? Yeah, because it's like you're at some point you're kind of like building an altar to yourself. Yeah, a shrine like, to yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's for like, sure. Just get off your own dick. Like you know, you did a bunch of comedy shows. Throw them. In I the found track. a bunch of exactly. ROMs of old performances. <laughs> One of the items I got rid of, not yet, but coming up, is my my last <laughs> CD booklet. <laughs> Holy shit! Pull some yeah, out. Let's see. Pull let's see what we're gonna logics. get. No, I got some good stuff. I got a um, at the Drive In Murphy's That's one. Good. No, at the Drive In via. Okay. I got Minor Threat. I got some yeah. Fugazi. I've got uh, what else? I've got Coheed and Cambria because I'm a big Coheed and Cambria nerd. The only CD I took out of it and I wouldn't get rid of it is uh, I'm wearing a shirt too. This is really sad, but it Cat is Stevens. a Cat Stevens album. But um, Jay Retard, The Descendants, Panic, uh, Hot Water Music. Come on. They're all good. Candiria. You remember that band, Andrew? I mean, it's just so stuff I used to listen to. You're just going to throw them away? This is, I had a bunch of CDs. No, I'm going to give them away. I just put them in the recycling away. bin. I didn't yeah. know what to do with yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you try to sell used CDs at like second spin, you will get eight cents <laughs> for all those. Like you've. You think my vinyl offering? I have hundreds of my of comedy CDs. CDs all wrapped up, and I was like, I wonder if I could just find a place that buys you CDs and be like, I have hundreds of this album for you. Yeah, they'll be like, sure, we'll take them. What are you? What are you going to pay us? Uh, what do you uh, want to give us to, to take, take these, these off your out end? of your garage? <laughs> yeah, we, um, we should all three have a mission. You remember that movie, The Gods Must Be Crazy? Yeah, where they like Coke bottle drops out of the sky, and the guy walks to the supposed end of the earth to throw it off the end of the earth. Yeah. We should all take our unused merch, the three of us to, to like black, black Canyon oh. gorge or something <laughs> like that. Just let it go. We yeah. No one will ever go. know who did it too. when they find 120,000 copies with our names all over them. <laughs> this just says dick jokes for artists on it. That's <laughs> you sent us a text to Andrew real quick before we finish this up. You had a full Kylo Ren suit. <laughs> I did. Did you I not give that away? No, I don't have any takers. Um, so you are getting rid of that, no, though, because that's if a big item. Buy it. It's it's worth a good sum of money. It is a very nice. If anyone's listening to this, <laughs> you can, it's a very nice 
cosplay quality Kylo Ren costume <laughs> from <laughs> The Force God. Awakens. Look, uh, because look what our podcast has descended into. My daughter, <laughs> years ago, my daughter wanted to be Ray for Halloween, and we worked so hard on her costume. The props master Ruby, her costume was amazing. Show, helped me make, uh, helped me finish her costume. The hairdresser on our show helped me learn how to do Ray's hairstyle. So the those who can't crew came through with that. So I got a Kylo Ren costume as well. I always dress up on Halloween in a related costume to whatever Amelia dresses up as. So I got this insane yeah. Kylo Ren costume that I no longer want or need. So if you are a small man like me. <laughs> okay, yeah. We're, this is now turning into like some sort of antique roadshow yeah. for Andrew's <laughs> items. We're not we're, we're not a reseller here. <laughs> I'm using this now as my own e-commerce site. Um, I don't know, dude. I feel like you should hold on to it. It's pretty badass. Like you might I don't even like, I didn't even like the last two movies. I don't even I don't even see myself ever dressing up as it as But a, you as are the Carlo Ren. The last time the I wore it was a couple years ago and I got really drunk and I dressed up in it and was shooting a basketball in it with my friends. <laughs> this is my exact point. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, you might, I mean, I feel like it might peaked. need to do something I, like I that I feel like again. it peaked with that. <laughs> well, that's Fair amazing. Enough. You should put, po- uh, we'll post a photo of it too. It is insane how uh, ornate it is. It's points to you as well, Andrew, because that, if you give that away, that's a, that's a really hard I'm not one. giving it away. Yeah. I'm selling it. Rules. Got it. <laughs> the last time. I'm not giving <laughs> Okay, so when you give it away. Dollars, I'm not giving it away. <laughs> so is this something that you'll both do and continue to do in the future? Totally. I mean, is I mean, this I give away. I, I make regular runs to Goodwill. Me too. To Me donate too. stuff, but it has been helpful to purposefully go through and and get rid of stuff for sure. And yeah. it's really helpful when you're doing it as a challenge for like a week because I I would walk through rooms ruthlessly and be like, okay, what can be taken from this room? And it sort of puts you in the mode. I will definitely continue to do this as uh, I just think it feels good. It feels liberating and to to know that uh, you're, you're you again for the listener, Ben still has every single stuff. thing he said he gave away. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, listen, it's a, it's on a bed. I'm making some choices. These are these were early determination. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna keep the running shoes. I'm just I letting just, you know. I think wherever you fall on the spectrum, whether you're me and you're like I can get rid of some shit, whether you're Ben and you've clearly got some psychological issues around the uh, the items. Or whether you're Andrew and you're just trying to desperately use this platform to sell your stupid sci-fi <laughs> shit, it's good to look at what you have and why you have it. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to some live stand-up comedy from our live show. This is one of our favorites. He is a gym in the crown of Denver comedy. This is Aaron Urist. And when we come back, we'll reveal next week's challenge. <laughs> When I was growing up, I had a favorite book, children's book, called If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. Do you guys remember that book? Yeah, probably read it as a kid. Maybe you've read it to your kids. Uh, If you haven't read it, the basic plot of the book is do not give uh, a mouse a cookie because he'll want other stuff, which is a fucking mean book to write (laughs) for kids to read. That book has like a far right-wing agenda. 
that I was not aware of as a young Jewish boy that I've recently put together in my mind. It does. Think about it. It's like, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. And if you give him a glass of milk, he's going to want citizenship and health care, social security. Where does it end? That's why genocide. You have to build a wall. Fuck those mice. Didn't know that Ayn Rand was writing fucking children's books. <laughs> I uh, went out to dinner recently, and uh, we went and got Cajun food, which was very nice, very spicy, very tasty type of... I don't know why I'm explaining what Cajun food is to you. You probably already know what it is. It's a delicious type of food from... Kasia. Uh, and uh, we were sitting in the restaurant and the waiter, the waiter came over to our table and he was this big, ridiculous Cajun cartoon character man. And he was like, good evening. Our special tonight is the jambalaya. You gotta try it. Our jambalaya is so delicious, it'll make you smack your mama. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Because I really like the idea of food so good that it like turns you into a terrible person. <laughs> that really speaks to me in my experience. Like, yeah, try, try the etouffee. Etouffee is so good it'll make you sleep with your best friend's wife. It's amazing. <laughs> try it. Try the she crab soup. That shit will make you abandon your toddler at the movie theater. You never. <laughs> Never dined like this before. It's good to be bad. <laughs> asked, to, asked to see a dessert menu. And he's like, you're not built for prison, son. No, don't do this. You're not, not ready for what them beignets are going to do to you. Oh, wow. What an episode we had. This week, I'm telling you, this is one of my favorites. It felt good to shed some shit. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to plug. Uh, some of you know, some of our listeners already know, I have another podcast. It's called 97.9, The Rat Race. It's a really fun show where uh, myself and Chris Mars, who was uh, Andrew and Adam know you, and uh, another actress, Beth Hoyt, we have a show. It's a fake morning zoo cruise show. We have some big news coming up with that very shortly. Uh, so if you can, follow us on Twitter. It's at 979 the rat race if you aren't following us on patreon please do it's a great way to show support and help us out during weird times and also there's all sorts of great bonus content like this week we have video of ben giving stuff away and i've seen this footage and it is fucking hot it is <laughs> it is gripping it's, it's right? nsfw don't open at work because this is like some spicy footage of ben giving stuff away you just yeah body oiled before you drove to goodwill <laughs> wow. wow uh we appreciate you listening you can check out this podcast anywhere you enjoy your podcast if you could do us a huge favor and rate and review it if you do enjoy it also tell your friends friends are always want to know what you're listening to because you have better taste than them so just throw it into a conversation hold your friends down show. stick your earbuds in their ears what are you doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can find us on social media at Grolix comedy and uh, as always we'd like to thank undercover hoarder ron doyle for just for everything he does for making this show happen 
Uh, if you could see his space behind him where he produces this from, you would say he needs to give a few things away. But in the meantime, we love him. Our theme music is provided by the mask-denying Charlie Continental. <laughs> hey, hey, that, <laughs> that is slanderous. <laughs> and as far as I wanted to talk to you guys, I uh, next next episode's challenge. What are we doing? I, uh, well, I was going to say, you know, a, a couple episodes back, uh, we all went inside each other with the personality test uh, to learn more about each person and how we operate. This one, I say we go inside ourselves. Yeah, I did Andrew. that once when I was a teenager and I didn't you ever never went do back, did you? No. Well, we're going to do it again. So, uh, <laughs> way ahead of you. I just came out. We're talking about I was, in my, I was inside myself the whole time we were talking. <laughs> anyway, this is probably my favorite part of the show. I, I don't want to I don't want to make too big of a deal about it, but I love getting to say this. Play us out, Jolly. Jolly.